right, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to day one of the workshop. I'm glad that you are all are here as you're joining me live. Thanks so much for coming on. Looking forward to um, sharing some amazing information um, around how to build a legacy company. Hi, Amber, welcome. Nice to see you. Uh, thank you so much for your time, and I'm definitely going to ensure that your time is utilized wisely because I know time is one of our most important commodities. So I thank you all for finding time to be here, and uh, my purpose here is to have you walk away with some really amazing nuggets around uh, where you actually are in your life cycle journey of your business growth uh, with really making the impact that you desire, but also aligning your purpose with your profit. I know that sometimes... When we are all purpose-driven, um, the, the profit side of things doesn't always align. Maybe you don't always have the right uh, picture. Maybe you don't always have the right strategy in place. Maybe mindset might be an issue. So obviously, there's a few components that um, I know firsthand by, from working with clients day in and day out that I see uh, that I'm going to attempt to really offer a lot of value to today. So before I actually dive into uh, today's content, today we're going to be talking about mindset and also branding. Um, between all the three days, so this is a three-day training. Today is just day one. On day two and day three, day two, we're going to talk about marketing and sales. So come back for those pillars. And then on day three, we're going to speak about systems and team. Uh, those are the two last metrics that are needed to grow your company beyond you um, so that you um, can serve more people. You can create more impact. And of course, you have your time back. Usually the two main problems that I solve for legacy companies is the first one, which is lack of consistent clients and cash flow. And then the second one, you run out of time. <laughs> There's so much more. It's usually a good problem to have for entrepreneurs or companies that might be at that first stage where they're looking for that consistency of cash flow and sales, I always say, but just like anything, you level new devil, then your next challenge will become that you run out of time. So um, let me know if you're in here with any of those two challenges. I'd love to hear from you in the chat and let's make this a very conversational um, workshop because the last thing I wanna do, I hate presenting. <laughs> I'm always a very conversationalist type of person. So I want to, of course, um, really meet you where you are and adapt the information that I will share based on your um, expectations, based on your pain points, based on you know your um, uh, desire to walk away with the value that you'd like to receive. So open chat at all angles definitely let me know. And I love commitment. So for those of you that are going to show up on Zoom every day for the three days, I have a bonus for you. I'm going to offer you a free strategy session, high level VIP session, where all I'm going to do is just put my brain and my expertise uh, on the table for you, meet you where you are and really craft uh, that high level strategy that you might be missing in your business. Um, and that's, I'm going to give that away for a lot of you that are showing commitment uh, for our session today and all the other three days, because not only, of course, it's important that we show up and we get this information, but we also know how we are all well-meaning human beings. So we put something on our calendar, but I know as soon as you leave here, just like me, distractions will <laughs> creep up and we'll be going into a million directions because that's just how our life is. Uh, so, you know, kudos to yourself for showing up and for staying committed, uh, because that's actually one of the things that I think is very important when you build a legacy company it might seem like a big deal, actually, when you talk about a legacy company. Well, you know, I always hear or might scare a lot of online entrepreneurs uh, because I work in both spaces, by the way, and I'll give a little intro uh, for those of you that are new to me, but I work in both spaces. So sometimes when you're an online entrepreneur and you're a solopreneur, when you hear about legacy companies, like, wait, that's not me. That's not me. I didn't, I didn't get into business to build a big company. Okay. That's just too scary. There's too many components. I would just probably too much risk. All of the, all of the mindset blocks that usually happen with that. However, I say they that uh, the more information you have, the more you know the big picture of what it takes to do that, then make conscious choices not to grow, right? Because then you have the right information to make a good decision. 
because we all know how a lot of decisions we make sometimes is because we don't have the right information or maybe we just don't have the awareness that we need or maybe we're coming out of lack and fear and all these human conditions that you know come across so uh just stay keeping them in mind i'm very big on education so i always say um you know one of my purposes is to have this education out there for as many entrepreneurs and online entrepreneurs and business as well uh, because me being working for a corp fortune 500 and being in the traditional business space i've seen some of the same things guys so that's why for me it's like marrying the two business is as old as business has been right there is fundamentals to business growth that apply whether you have an online business or a traditional business however you know there's new channels now online with the way that we're growing our businesses so that's we're abundant we're blessed however i also find that because there's so many new ways to business, sometimes we move away from the basic foundational pillars to growing uh, our companies, and uh, we get uh, we get sidetracked and we get distracted. Um, so my my job in the in the next three days is to give you just the media information, just the fundamentals that you would need. Um, and then, of course, you'll have that bigger picture. And I would say once you have that bigger picture, I'm sure you're able to connect your own dots between what is that high level vision and mission that you have for your company that you can apply, meeting you where you are and then, visual, you know, crafting your vision for the for the future, right, for your, your next year, for the next two years, for the next three years and so on and so forth. And also, I want to give you some of my insight around a little bit of a direction with this, you know, with these times and certain times that we're living in. I think this is definitely probably you've seen some of those effects uh, in your personal business. So I think it's definitely we're in a, um, a different stage of our life cycles where the, our economy is and also where things are heading. So I hope that my insight will definitely um, give you some of that awareness and you might resonate with that because you're probably encountering some pain points that you not necessarily know maybe how to pivot, maybe you feel the need to pivot, maybe whatever you have going on, it's it's not, um, you know, you're not finding the right clients for it, or maybe, you know, you're you're getting the urge to, to ditch your prices or to change your offer or to change your positioning, right? These are all things also our mind. If maybe what we have going on might not be something that we might have the success that we're looking for as, as, as far as cash flow and consistency of sales, which is usually the biggest pain point for that. Um, thank you to those of you that are joining me. Thank you so much. So nice to see such familiar faces and also new faces as well. Um, and before I dive into that first pillar, which is... Um, the the mindset needed to build a legacy company. I just want to give you a little introduction. So what I do is I'm the CEO and founder of the Life School, and I help legacy purpose-driven entrepreneurs and corporations. I work both in the consumer and the and the uh, business space um, to help legacy companies grow through mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team, which are the fundamental pillars that I'm going to teach throughout these three days. But also that I've seen are so uh, pattern are common are common between an online business and also are common between a traditional brick and mortar. Whether you're in the service space or the product industry, right? Because it's only those two things that you can be in. You can be in the service space or in the product industry. Uh, I focus mostly on the service uh, aspect because I love the service aspect of serving and helping people. Um, so that's a, a lot of the insight that I'll share with you today. And of course, all the other accolades, you know, I'm a multi-author book, speaker, CEO, host to be my top 100 podcast. I love also running and hosting speaking events and all spaces and things that I have done slowly but surely as I'm also growing my umbrella of my company. Uh, all things that, first of all, give me personal pleasure, but then just like anything good, I think all of you can resonate with that. When you uh, love to do something, then you just want to share it with as many people as you possibly can. So it might feel like a lot of products, so to speak. But for me, it's all natural progression because I've been an entrepreneur now for four years and I was a prior unfulfilled corporate CEO. That's my journey. 15 years in the retail space. Uh, I learned and grew for as many years as I passed with but of course, because I came an end uh, to that journey where I no longer work 
I said, okay, I've seen what a profit-driven company looks like. And he had its issues, of course, which is why I left. Um, so I said, there's got to be a better way to do this. And uh, thankfully there was. Uh, my gut and intuition very early on led me to that purpose aspect of things because I was looking for fulfillment myself. I said, I understand that material, um, you know, having the tool um, and being financially or being having the material um, needs met is not enough. There's got to be more, right? I, you know, so I realized that being of contribution to others and doing something that I loved and tapping into some of my gifts and natural abilities was definitely the next step and phase uh, to go into, which is why now my biggest mission is helping entrepreneurs once they discover their purpose, now align their profit with that, how to turn this into a profitable company because a profitable company that aligns their purpose and their profit does more good in the world in the world it impacts your clients right you can hire teams you can invest in causes in foundations and other things that are important to you so that's where um that my the whole thing um, that i want to share with you starts in the mindset piece i've seen this across again baby companies small startups i'm also an investor by the way if i see amazing entrepreneurs doing amazing things i also would like to unite around their mission and vision um, because again, that's to me, that's just the more the merrier, the more the impact, the more we get to put our abilities together in the leadership aspect, which is what I will kind of tap into day three. But I think that's the next phase, right? Everything in business is a big collaboration and having that mindset of uh, being able to unite with each other and serve one another and to really see how is it that we can grow our company faster, well, through strategic collaborations is definitely that one mindset piece that as the leader of your company, you want to always have um, so that you don't stay small, right? Because how much can you actually do alone uh, going and, and really understanding that aspect of leadership is really important. But the other part of mindset that I have seen across, you know, all life cycles of business. To me, business is just like life, by the way. There's life cycles. You're one years old, you're two years old, you're three years old, four or five, and so on. And it really mirrors a lot of, for you that are parents, it really mirrors a lot, um, you know, the, the parenting aspect, right? When you are one years old, you have different needs. When you're two, you're, you have different needs. So that's what, what really, um, how I see business and business growth as well. And when it comes to branding, it's the same thing because that's what I want to share with you today as well. But the other, the piece that I wanted to uh, kind of carry on and continue with the mindset aspect is again, clarify that purpose. Because if you're going to do anything in this journey, um, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be a lot of mindset shifts around um, working towards something that you might feel like you're putting a lot of time and energy into it, and you're not you're not really seeing the fruits of your labor yet, especially with branding. This is very true. Uh, branding doesn't mean that obviously you can't create cash flow, and that's what I'm going to share with you in the following days, because you should do this parallel at the same time. You don't have time to just obviously do activities that you know you're putting in, you're serving, you're nurturing, you're helping, and all that good stuff but you're not getting a return on your investment somehow because otherwise you can't survive, right? You need to align both aspects of the business so that you have your brand is being built and also your cash flow is there as well to sustain you for your the goals that you have with your company. So doing both of those definitely is absolutely possible with you knowing the right activities to focus on and what are those pieces uh, that you might be missing now from your big puzzle uh, that uh, I'm going to attempt to share with you. Because sometimes uh, when it comes to business growth, you might have scattered information here and there, like you get training here, content here, you know, different things going on all over the place, but you don't, might not have the whole entire picture and all those steps in order because um, there is actually a lot of um steps in business and need to go in order so that you get a specific result. Uh, it's almost like an art and a science, I tell you. <laughs> like, you know, that's kind of how this whole field works. But um, I mean, it's fascinating because once you're learning, and I always say, once you know, then of course it's a repeatable ROI process because then you can grow any business. <laughs> so that's the beautiful part about learning these things uh, and applying them, of course, and then getting the results that you are looking for. 
But be in this long-term, look at all your relationships long-term, look at the business that you're in as your mission in life, uh, make it about not you, but of, of the people that you want to serve and all the activities that might be growing pains for you, meaning, I don't know, content creation, getting on video, uh, going out to speak somewhere, connecting with someone you perceive as a high level connection, uh, maybe offering your services to another business, right? All these activities that might seem like a stretch, um, if you have that service mindset and uh, if you're very clear on your purpose and why you do what you do and you believe in what you do, I think that's crucial. And uh, this is something that you constantly have to remind yourself because yes, it's very easy to lose sense of your purpose on the day to day because when you're working in the business, you know, there's uh, there's emotional stuff that happens as well, right? So sometimes when we're just focusing on those nitty gritty, the micro stuff, the macro gets lost, you forget what you're working towards and why this is important. And then again, you you have to overcome a fear or old story or some of the, you know, a lot of that stuff that might show up as you are taking action, taking action and showing up to do the things that you know you need to do uh, to serve the people that you want to serve. Um, having this macro um, big mission behind the work you do is absolutely going to be needed as far as energy, as far as commitment, as far as grit, getting up every day and doing some of the things that maybe you might feel emotional resistance to. Like I still feel resistance. I mean, I've done these kind of trainings, hundred, well, not hundred, but I think it's definitely maybe at least over 60 times that I do these trainings and there's still resistance. And I'm like, what is happening with us as humans, right? We've done something so many times, but it just feels that, you know, the resistance is still going to be there emotionally. I don't know what it is. You just jump through it and think of the service, think of the thing that you want to do and why you want to do it, clarify it beforehand and just jump with it because then in, 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 there's no more resistance. <laughs> then you're doing it and you, you, then you have fun, right? And then you remember why is it that you're doing what you're doing. So at least for me, that's kind of what I found something to be very, very helpful with staying consistent because one big thing with brand building, and I'm going to kind of clarify that for you a little bit because, you know, we hear different things about branding as well. I'll just share what that means to me. Uh, but, you know, when, you, uh, when you're building something, consistency is important because we're building trust, right? Everything with branding is trust. That's really how I would define branding because everybody talks about, you know, we think it's a website, it's a logo, we think it's our messaging, we think it's loyalty, we think it's the story, we think it's the products, you know, whatever is it that uh, we think of branding, to me it's just trust, trust, and trust is built over time, and trust is built by being consistent. Uh, when we are consistent, then someone else gets to trust us because no matter what, we're showing up, we're offering value, you know, we are committed. That's why I started with that at the beginning of this training today. Um, I think commitment is definitely something that, you know, I say that uh, sometimes if you feel like you're in the trenches with your business and there's a lot of people doing what you're doing, trust me, in this other side where you are consistent, you're always growing, learning, and you are showing up every day for the activities that you know will get you to the people that you want to serve. This area over here, it's not crowded. <laughs> it's definitely not. There's not a lot of people up there. So just know that long-term that, you know, if you just put yourself through that personal transformation um, of the day-to-day -day activities that you, you want to share as you build trust with your ideal people and your audiences, then uh, there's like a silver lining on the other side. There's not many people, so you will absolutely stand out because most people, most people just start something and just let it go or they, not, might, they might not be very focused with as far as the time management and activities uh, so that it, it, they can sustain what they're doing, right? I mean, they might be doing it for a little while and then they stop or maybe they don't get the, the results that they're looking for and they don't have guidance on the other side telling them, okay, maybe this is not the right activity or stop this or kind of tweak it a little bit or maybe just continue a little bit more, right? Those are all things that I think we all need as entrepreneurs and business builders. 
uh, to keep us keep us on track and your result might just be like one millimeter away right and you don't know that because again you might not have that uh, awareness yet that what you're doing is actually going to work so i say consistency the biggest thing with brand building is consistency and the other one that comes to mind for me is big picture stuff be you know, the mission don't be a salesperson, right? Don't be the person that just talks about your products all day. And by products, I mean services because everything is a product, right? You can have a program you offer, a membership, your private coaching, whatever it is that you have, it's all products, right? So don't be focused on your product, be focused on the bigger mission of why you do what you do and how this impacts others. So, People that know how to build the brand and uh, want to leave a legacy behind and want to have community and connection and all those really important values that are needed to build a brand really do understand how to do this, right? What is the bigger why? Why you do what you do? How does it impact people beyond your product? And when people connect with that, then to me, that's what branding is, that messaging, that high-level messaging, the story that comes with that as well, right? Why do you do what you do? Why is this important for other people to know? And being very clear with the messaging aspect. Messaging is everything. You attract quality people around your community. Let's just, I call everything a community because everything is a community at the end of the day. We're humans, whether you're on LinkedIn, in a Facebook, you are speaking somewhere, you're part of other communities, online, offline, networking of communities, whatever it is that you, you're part of, they're all communities, right? So when you think of that, the long-term aspect of who are you about and what is that bigger mission of why you do what you do and how do you feel this will create impact in the world is gonna absolutely connect you with the right people because the biggest pain point sometimes in business is we attract people that are not, um, they don't value our work, so to speak, right? And that could be, they don't value the transformation we're able to provide, or they don't value the, our pricing. And we might just kind of get discouraged about that and feel like, well, you know, maybe just, I should lower my price. Maybe it's just too expensive, right? So we just go into those fear mode um, activities that usually our brain thinks it connects it to that. But I think it's bigger than that. It's definitely being elevated and sharing a message that's bigger than you. And this is where I'm going to offer you ladies uh, some insight on what I think is also happening with the market right now and the economy and everything that's happening globally. I think right now we're we need to elevate our messaging, right? Because of inflation, a lot of obviously maybe the markets that we were so clear to serve before, maybe they don't have that disposable income. Uh, because of all these factors economically. So elevating your messaging right now, I, actually what I'm saying right now is even more important than before, right? Because maybe before, you know, the market was, especially in the coaching and consulting space, was uh, was younger, a younger market, right? Everybody, there was a, a lot of disposable income and, you know, we're all uh, getting educated on, okay, why it's important to invest in ourselves. So we must have tried a lot of products out there. We must have been part of masterminds. We must have, you know, bought courses, all different sort of things like that. Um, so, but now what's happening is that we are very mature. We're very, very mature as a market. So what is needed right now is elevated messaging, meaning that if you are speaking, if your problem, if you're speaking to the low level impact of the problem that you want to solve, then you are speaking to that market that loves you to death. Maybe you've done a good job with your branding, but they don't necessarily not have that disposable income pricing wise to be able to invest in what you you will, you know, what you have to offer. And even if you attract that type of client, then they probably can't sustain their results with you because they are in that survival mode, right? They probably have invested, they put the money together, but they're not going to be the best person that you're able to serve at the highest level um, because of that level of, um, um, as far as barrier around pricing. So I think it's important to really speak a market up, elevate your messaging, right? Whether again, you're serving consumers or you're in the corporate space, and I'll go back and forth in all the three days because I know a lot of you, this is actually very relatable 
pertain in time to maybe start serving a different market, maybe more in the corporate space, right? For a lot of you that, you know, do this, uh, offer the service, it could be a great service for the CEOs or for their teams. So um, that could be something that, you know, for you, it might mean that that's the next market that you want to go into as you level up your messaging and your market. Because the older market due to inflation might not have the disposable income that, um, you know, they probably had like a year ago or not yet, actually like even six months ago, things are changing fast. So being able to accommodate and pivot um, and adapt um, as a uh, as we have agility, I say that we're very uh, we have a lot of agility as online entrepreneurs, because maybe we don't have uh, the the stability, the teams of uh, the big corporation yet, right? We can move fast, we're swift, right? We can adapt. So I think that's a, definitely a very important uh, thing that we have as online entrepreneurs. That goes uh, that goes. It's an advantage for us for those of us that understand how to actually do it. So. Um, yeah, absolutely. Definitely put any insights or questions you guys have in the chat, and I'll be able to go over that uh, before we uh, we wrap up, wrap up today, because I want to be able to personalize a lot of this according to where you are as well. Um, but yeah, I think elevated messaging is very important. And then some of the other aspects of branding, of course, is the, first of all, I always say in the way you introduce yourself, because everything uh, with us as human beings is perception, right? I mean, how do other people perceive your brand? Do they perceive your brand as high value? Do they build trust with you and authority and thought leadership with you personally um, and really you know, understand the value that you have to offer? That is done strategically. It's not done by chance, right? So what are those components? How do you even introduce yourself, right? As a CEO and founder of your company. And what are some of those other things that we, we call accolades? You know, um, best-selling author featured in the media. I have a, you know, a book, I'm a speaker, like all these other things that actually elevate our authority. But most importantly, um, I don't love that stuff personally, especially being purpose-driven to me, it's always about the service. So I'm like, do I actually have to say like, you know, these are all the things in my journey? But, you know, being able to marry both is important because not everybody knows you that well, right? And sometimes we assume just like with our uh, transformations and gifts, we think like, oh, everybody, you know, has this gift and they all know how to do this, right? So we start assuming a lot of that, but being able to build our authority um, in the space as well definitely elevates the perception of our brand. Um, and that could mean, you know, uh, some of those things just by the way that you are um, introducing yourself, the problem, the elevated problem you solve and for who you solve it and how you solve it. Being able to be clear about your process is also very important because clarity is power, right? Less time it takes for you to, uh, to introduce yourself and the, the other party really is very clear on what you do. And you know what clarity actually uh, is being translated or perceived as? Confidence, right? Because the more clarity clear you are, the more confidently you are perceived to another party. The more you go back and forth and you're not clear on a lot of that, you know, the more the other part is like, yeah, I'm not even sure how to help you, even if they wanted to support you. Um, one of my missions is to always get to know my connections and my community is what I call it. Uh, so I will always uh, ensure that we're having connect calls and meet and greets with a lot of people that I'm connected to. And that's the other thing. When I see someone on the other side that's very clear about what they do, why they do it, and who is the person that I can help them with, I'm also more clear to help them. I'm very clear on understanding exactly who is it that I can support you with, depending on my area or circle of influence or people I know or my connections or the things that I'm aware of. So the more clarity you have in your own positioning, as the CEO of your company, the more confidence you portray on the other side. Uh, it's just like, it's just how things work. And also the other part is your messaging, right? The messaging, the clarity around, again, what is the big problem you solve? Just like, you know, um, I share with you today, I know the problem I solve to the back of my hand. Like I know those two problems what I solve for companies, right? Lack of consistent cash flow 
and then lack of time and lack of scalability. They want to grow, but they don't necessarily know how to do it. So the more you are clear about the problem you solve, the, I mean, that's, you're going to go laser focus. Your messaging is going to go laser focus in the right, uh, in the right person's ear, I should say, right? Whether you're in their ear with your podcast, in their ear with your content, in their ear with just conversations you're having, you know, it's just, it's just very powerful in the way that you elevate your brand as well. And then the other ones is the problems. I hear a lot of sometimes, you know, obviously when we start their journey, depending on where someone is um, with the work I do, a lot of the times, you know, we always describe results that we're able to provide, but we don't always understand how to articulate the big problem we solve. So I think it's very important that we articulate the problem, especially with this elevated messaging and what people are investing in right now due to the lack of disposable income. People only wanna pay for the problem that you're able to solve for them. And they only wanna pay for that repeatable ROI that you're able to provide for them. Whether you do health, uh, help them in the health area, whether you help them with the wealth, their wealth, uh, with book writing and publishing, you know, career coaching, whatever is it that you are there called to serve people under, whatever area. Um, I think it's very important that that is very, very much articulated. And then, of course, the story, right? Your story of why you do what you do uh, as it relates to the pain point you solve and the result that you're able to provide, right? So bridging the gap between those things are definitely important pieces in the branding aspect and your own positioning in the marketplace. And then the other third piece is the clarity around your audience, right? How laser clear are you around who is the person that you want to serve, not only on the demographic side of things, meaning like, is it a, you know, woman, a male, a parent, right? So someone in a certain profession, how old are they, right? What life cycle and phase are they in, or, you know, all these different metrics, but also the um, the clarity around the messaging, because the more you speak to uh, you, the more the me your message is clear, the more you're able to attract that person, even though those demographics might not match according to the clarity you might have, you also will attract someone because of that problem uh, that you described or because of the pain or because of the result that you're able to provide or even with your personal story. Because I always tell people that we have common points of, in of connection amongst one another, right? People connect to us for different reasons. Someone connects to us because they, I don't know, they like our journey that we've taken to towards a certain result. Someone, you know, connects with us because we're parents. Someone connects with us because we had a pain. Uh, we, we have a, a pain story, something that has happened to us and they also resonate with that as well, right? Someone connects with us because we live in the same city. Someone connects with us because of our future vision for what we wanna create, right? So. Sharing, sharing, sharing a lot of these things and being very clear on that. Um, and not only on your area of expertise, definitely draws up, draws the right people towards us. It's almost like a magnet, like an energy that happens around us. Uh, the more we have those pieces in place in our business. And I've seen this happen like quick. As soon as you have, I, I always share that I change one word in my messaging and I got instant attraction with the clients that I was looking for and I I was um I didn't have the consistency or the clients that I wanted at that uh the that phase and stage of my business growth and one word did the whole change the whole thing because people started to resonate with that right um so you know I I can't tell you you know the power of messaging um um, any any longer. I think it's very, very powerful. But then the other thing, just to be more practical on what are some other things that you can start implementing besides your own positioning, your messaging, your audience, of course, is the other pieces of the consistent way that you serve people, the consistency of how you build trust. Are you building trust through a podcast? where you are starting your podcast and you're growing your podcast, because these are all things that you can also add value to other people, right? You can invite other people to your podcast. 
these are all touching points to building trust because as humans, the more we see one another, the more you see me. And you know, that's the other part about being consistent with our content that when people see you, it's like they already know, like, and trust you, right? And even when they see you live, they feel like they've already seen you and that reciprocity is already built. And that's what I mean when I say building a brand that's consistent. So all these other things that you can implement um, and you can nurture to grow in your company, not only as far as your brand, but also with podcasting, of course, you can also be very strategic with your offers, right? It's a way that you add value, but then you're leading people somewhere. It's a very strategic path to being able to serve people at the highest level uh, and uh, go to the aspect of sales, which is what I always say that uh, service um, begins when we close, right? When I close a client, when I close with somebody, then I get to serve them at the highest level. Until then, I can't really solve the pain point fully or give them the transformation. I can only give them quick wins through my content, probably, right? But if I they want a whole transformation and the result that they're looking for and the pain point, pain point that I can solve for them, then that begins after you know closing. Um, so really understanding how to instill these systems, I call them actually systems in your company that are recurring. They're happening you know all the time in, in your business so that you are uh, bringing in new people to your world and again building that know like and trust and then eventually leading them to the closing aspect, which is exactly how you get to make the bigger impact that you want with people, which is why you do what you do, hopefully, right? Um, so understanding how to have all these different systems in your company to do just that. Book writing, the same thing, right? Nowadays, it's easier than ever to get assistance with a lot of these things because as you start to build these things slowly but surely, things connect to one another, right? As you start to create consistent client, uh, consistent content for your brand and you serve with that, then of course you have other ways to maybe leverage a lot of that to, to write a book, right? Because even a book is just like a podcast. There's a journey, you're sharing, you're adding value, but then of course there is people get to know you a little bit better and because you've added value, they're going to take the next step that you have for them to continue the conversation. Just like anything, I always say that if I haven't done my due diligence to build the know, like, and trust, then I haven't earned the right to um, even uh, be able to tell you about the thing that I have to give you the bigger transformation. I don't even call it an offer. To me, it's just the thing that I have built over time to be able to give you the transformation or the pain point that you are looking for. And we're going into sales a little bit because it's just a natural progression to what I'm saying. But even when we are connecting uh, with people and building trust, again, if you, you haven't earned the right to be able to offer the value that you have to offer at the highest level, sometimes I meet people first time I've met them, uh, besides just them being connected to me on social media, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to resist because I'm building trust and I'm not going to offer you the thing that I know you have a problem with because on the other side, you're screaming that you have the problem I can solve. But you have to, you know, you have to keep yourself grounded because again, if you have those values in your company as the business owner uh, of I always offer value and I build trust uh, first and I add that before I can ask for anything then don't do it because the more you operate under those values the more you can bring your team alongside later on tomorrow if you have your sales team right or your impact team I don't call my team a sales team it's my impact team right so again the more you understand these things and you understand these values on how to do this high level the more then of course you can uh, teach these and um, repeat these processes uh, for scalability, because that's going to be the next problem uh, that usually happens after that. But these are just some of the things. And then I've talked about the other, you know, uh, strategy, so to speak, with media and um, speaking, right? Speaking is a very beautiful way if you have a service. I say you're automatically a speaker. Yes, you can just focus on that business model. Most people, you know, focus on just the business model of being a paid speaker. And that's definitely an option to you. However, speaking can be done as one of your, um, one of your um, uh, branding um, uh, strategies in your business. Because if you have a service, 
I mean, what's the best way to add value? Speak about it, add value. Do just that, right? Share what you know with other audiences. And technically that's what speaking is. So automatically you have positioned yourself, even though you didn't probably think about this uh, beforehand as a speaker, right? So speaking is another thing that you can do to leverage your brand and elevate your brand and service other audiences. Um, because we all know how you know, much energy is put into nurturing and building trust, right? And if there are already established audiences, why wouldn't you go there? It's just like a smart thing to do. And likewise, create opportunities for people to go come do the same to your audience. And these are just resources that you are building over time in your company so that there is win-wins going on at all time, right? Uh, and that's how we build relationships with each other by just being resourceful to one another in all, all those capacities. Um, so that's just one thing. And then the other one, of course, is the PR side of things, right? Media, publications, where are your audiences that you can go and add value and be able to you leverage it. I like the word leverage rather than use or leverage it as part of your brand. Um, because that way, again, you get the eyes of that audience that's already established, whether it's uh, starting small, and we all start small, right? We all start small with those local features, local newspapers, local magazines, and now, of course, there's so much virtual spaces that are being created that, you know, it's just one of those things that it should be done alongside your branding at all times. Um, but those are all options for you to go and serve other audiences, whether it's you going in and to speak, maybe first for visibility purposes, and then for a paid opportunity, because once you position yourself as a speaker and you're building your resume, so to speak, a lot of things with branding, it's like you're building your, your uh, I don't know if I call it a company resume, but like a company founder CV or resume that you're you're building on, on top of the things. Now you're going to speak, right? You have a podcast, you're going to, uh, you've been on the media, you've been part of other publications. These are all part of your journey, right? And again, it all becomes part of your positioning. And just like anything else, your brain, your, your brain, your brand perception absolutely elevates because again, you know, you're being trusted to share your knowledge. So, I mean, what do we think about that? If she's going everywhere to share about what she does, then she must know her stuff, right? She must know her stuff. Hopefully, right? There's, you know, there's uh, also wrong ways to do this, but I'm saying do this with a hard-driven way and in uh, integrity, because I think, honestly, those are the only values that we should operate under if you want to build anything long-term or even anything that um, is going to be sustainable. Uh, if you're here for the long-term, if you're not just here to be self-employed and just get a salary and just get by for a little bit of time, I mean, that's more of a self-employed opportunity you have created for yourself. But if you're gonna build a company uh, that's gonna be sustainable and resist uh, you know, the, the, the years of growth and all the life cycles and phases, then the only values to be operating under are those values of integrity um, and uh, being addicted to really give people the best results that you possibly can and staying in your lane. I think that's the other very important thing. I just made a post about that because I think we always need reminders. There's always someone further along than you. There's always somebody else that's done more than you perceive you, know, you can do possibly, right? There's always better, better, better. The world is abundance. There's always that, but you will stay in your lane. And once you understand this high level, big picture stuff in your company, just know that once you implement them, you're on your way. You are in your own journey. You have your own authentic you know, um, energy. You have your own lane. Uh, your path is only yours, right? If you're feeling pulled towards all these things, I always say pay attention because it's connected to your purpose. So no need to compare the Andrea or Amber or Devani. We all have our own, you know, individual journeys. And yes, I know that sometimes it feels like com competition, visibility. There's a lot of noise like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Like, how do I stand out from other people that are doing what I do? 
But I just learned that even with that, if you just understand that the activities you're working towards are purposeful um, and you have very laser clear um, focus on a lot of these things that we're mentioning here, the rest of the process is just keep building, keep at it, keep at it every day, keep showing up, keep doing those things. And then of course you will also get the um, result as far as cash flow is concerned as well, which is the other gap that gonna tend to eventually close uh, for you as well. So let me see in the chat, um, any questions that you have? All right, so Yannick said that's what I'm noticing. Yeah, elevating your messaging, absolutely. I think that's what's needed right now for sure. I love audio rooms for this reason. Yes, LinkedIn, that's another um, definitely strategy they can, you can use. And I will talk about LinkedIn a little bit in the days upcoming on how you can leverage the platform for your not only your consumer um, messaging or audiences, but also for the business to business aspect. If you have something that could be uh, very good for uh, corporations as well. And the good news about corporations, I know they've gotten a bad rep. I want to run away from them myself until I come back home, is that the leaders are becoming more conscious, more elevated, they're more educated. So, you know, they are looking for solutions for themselves and their teams that we have to, that we can offer. So that's a good part, especially for us that are more purpose-driven. Um, so that's where the trend is heading, thankfully. Um, and they're definitely becoming more purpose-driven and conscious because, I mean, with the world we're living in, even your teams are uh, operating under different uh, and under different environment. And at the end of the day, I always say that they want to be some part of something bigger. So the culture of the companies has to elevate as well. So I'm glad that the leaders are getting these messages as well. So just think of everything's connecting together, right? Our, the culture of how we work has changed and our teams are looking for different things. Our clients are looking for different things. So it would be, you know, you would be obviously, uh, you'll be gonna be left behind eventually if you under uh, operate as a CEO under traditional business um, mindset, so to speak, of her hierarchy top down and all these different things that we have heard, which is a lot of us have kind of run away from that environment uh, because of those reasons. But yeah, I think marrying the two now and we have a lot of definitely conscious driven companies that are looking for experts and people with your area of expertise. So that's definitely the good news. Um, yeah, no problem. Um, well, uh, that is all I had for you today. I don't want to, I usually have a problem with over delivering information. So I hope uh, that I didn't, um, oh yeah, I didn't actually overload you with that. So how to find speaking engagements. So there is so many opportunities to find speaking engagements. I would say if you're a new speaker, build your resume a little bit, uh, build that because with anything, people wanna know where have you actually spoken before. Um, so depending on where you are in your journey, I would say just like anything, serve, add value first. So you start building your your uh, your speaking um, positioning, so to speak. Um, and then of course, there's many opportunities out there. Once again, even with speaking is coming up with your uh, your ideal topics, which usually should relate uh, to your area of expertise, your title, and your key takeaways. And then finding those audiences that are looking for speakers in those areas. There's many, you know, things that I can personally recommend, and I'm part of many platforms uh, that do that. Um, if you like to, we can connect further. But I was just just giving you some high-level general information around where you might be in your speaking journey. Um, a lot of those opportunities are looking for paid speakers. But just so you know that, just like anything, you know, you you are positioning yourself for that, and you are. Um, you know, you are focusing on that offer, so to speak, in a way or another. If you're just doing it for visibility, it's easier because you're just finding the audiences that you want to serve and you are matching the uh, topic or the key takeaways based on what the audience needs to hear with the host of that particular platform or opportunity or speaking event that might have going on. Um, there's definitely many virtual ones, and most of those are, ver are visibility for visibility purposes. But of course, there are also a lot of paid ones. As you start to build your CV and, and you know, and your position really well, then you could go potentially for more of the keynote speaking aspect of things when you are a paid speaker and you brought it. 
and you're adding value um, to your audience uh, with that as well. So we could definitely um, speak more about that. Um, Devani, Devani's question, perfect. Then Ember said, what is your advice on paying for speaking engagements? I currently try to avoid them. So I would say wherever you are in your phase and stage of the speaking aspect of the positioning, it might make sense for you at the beginning to pay to play. So you build some of that positioning for yourself and marketing around the speaking uh, aspect of your business. Um, again, depending also on the platform, it might make, make sense that you have an audience that is your audience um, and that opportunity gives you that visibility that you're looking for at the beginning. And then the more you start positioning yourself, then you start switching to I am now uh, an affirmed speaker because I've spoken here and there and there and there. And you have also proof, uh, social proof, just like we say with clients. And then you can, you know, um, uh, ask and send, submit those proposals for those paid speaking opportunities. That's kind of what I would say to, to that aspect as well, Amber. Hope that was helpful. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to end here today. Thank you so much for your time. Again, I hope the information was helpful. Uh, definitely, you know, to find me, send me any other questions that you might have had. And uh, hopefully you got some of the high level strategy and overview. That's what I'm known for. And that's what I love to do, um, that uh, you understand branding a little bit differently and some of those long-term mindset um, shifts or just expanding your vision. I don't love the word mindset too much, but for me, it's like how, how to expand your vision and mission for the, the work that you get to do in the world. That's really what it comes down to with everything that we have chosen to do. So um, just looking at it that way, just it's more inspiring, more purposeful. And, you know, it wakes us up in the morning and sometimes helps us overcome some of those days where we feel emotional, emotional resistance because we're all humans. We're not going to be tip top shape on purpose every day. But, uh, you know, as long as we have that compass, it's like a compass, at least it guides you. <laughs> it's always there and it's top of mind. And you know exactly why you're doing what you're doing. And because it's because it's why you, you know, you came here on earth and you're born. So, you know, who can uh, argue with that? I'm like, okay, I gotta abide. I gotta, you know, I gotta wake up because it's what I was, you know, meant to do her here on earth. So I think that's the biggest purpose connector ever. Uh, so if you have not discovered or felt that, that intuitively, then of course there's so many amazing people that can help you discover that. But once you discover it, there's only you alone. It's gonna bother you. So that's the good news. So you do have a, a responsibility to learn the business aspect of things. So you learn how to align that purpose with your with your profit. So you build a healthy company. I say that that's the other part that's missing for a lot of people. Thank you so much. And I will see you tomorrow, same time and same place. Thanks again. Bye, everybody.